thank you for joining the awesome marketing podcast your resource for helpful friendly guidance and inspiration for becoming a confident skilled and influential marketing professional i'm your host awesome magnuson and if you want to get your hands on all the latest insight from us join our lovely facebook group awesome marketing community no nonsense advice for marketers This session is brought to you by the IT Content Factory, the home of high-quality IT, business and technology content for lead generation. Hi there and welcome to this podcast session where we'll be talking about the topic of career management and specifically about what to do if you find yourself in a slightly unfulfilling marketing job and you want to know when to make the shift to a different role or what you can do to improve your situation where you are. And joining me for this topic is a lady who knows pretty much everything there is to know about recruitment, career coaching and managing the challenges of the workplace. It's Jane Johnson, owner and director of recruitment agency Better People Limited. Now, Jane has worked with household names like Transport for London, Microsoft, NHS, Acer and hundreds of SMEs in pretty much every sector imaginable. Uh, and what sets better people apart from the crowd is that they take a highly ethical and personal approach to recruitment. Uh, now, as many of us can testify, recruitment is uh, an industry that's full of cowboys and empty promises, both for the candidates and the employers. But, but Jane has built her business on integrity and quality which is the secret to their success and the success of their clients as well so Jane welcome to this podcast what a fantastic introduction I can I'm quaking in my boots to live up to it but thank you and I'm glad to be here thanks a lot no worries thank you so much for joining us now we're going to start off with a few questions for the marketers out there uh, who may find themselves in a current job or thinking about joining uh, a company as an employee so these days, people tend to move jobs more frequently than we did 15, 20 years ago. My dad, for example, was in the same job for 25, 30 years. Do you think employers are less worried about people changing jobs several times throughout their career? Do you think it sometimes may even be a benefit to have moved jobs a few times? Yeah, yes, I do. I do think it is. And I think particularly in marketing, where things move so quickly that, that whilst people don't want to see a, a job hopper, they would be quite interested to notice that somebody had moved into a more dynamic role or into a role where they were going to have the opportunity to work on more interesting projects. So I think, but there is a there is a line. I think um, staying in a role 12 to 18 months is probably what you should be aiming for if you possibly can. So 12 to 18 months, that's kind of the, the magic number there, would you say, as in to stay in one role before moving on as a minimum? Yes, I would say so, because you need to demonstrate that you... Uh, have have given the role as much as you can that you have really tried to 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 work with it because when you go for interviews for new jobs people will be asking you uh, why you're looking to leave your existing position and just because you you fancy something else or um, you've got a bit bored of it it isn't really going to be an attractive answer to your prospective employer mm, yeah makes sense Now, I suppose most of us will have been in a job at some point in our lives where we didn't feel 100% happy, but perhaps we just put up with it because we're afraid to rock the boat or we don't know what's on the other side. But what would you say are the most important sort of alarm bells that mean you really should consider moving to a new job? I heard a story recently of a lady who was a very skilled uh, digital marketer with really good on uh, quite a host of online skills. 
and she joined a company to do what she was best at and what she really enjoyed. And she found herself suddenly covering reception and manning the customer service line. And she realized quite quickly that that job was was not going to be the the marketing Mm. job that she'd hoped for. And I've seen that in other businesses where perhaps the business is not doing quite as well and they're not seeing quite as much value in, in the marketing where they will, little by little, by stealth, add different tasks to the marketer's remit so that they could find themselves, yes, just just covering this and just picking up this extra responsibility. Or the other thing that sometimes happens is that you see people around you leaving who are not replaced uh, and you're expected to, to pick up their responsibilities or any intended or um, forecasted uh, acquisition, new software and things like that doesn't happen. They're not as engaged with the marketing as they were, and perhaps their vision has changed as well. So so all of those things, I think, would definitely be pointers that, that something was not quite right and now might be the time to, to go. So you're, you're really kind of touching on the importance of remembering why you joined the job in the first place and perhaps looking at, am I getting the value out of this job that I hoped to get when I first joined? Or, like you say, am I now ending up picking up the slack for other people? Am I doing things that are not in my my official job description or within my expectation of the job and also looking at the changes within the business is the is this business dynamic is it moving forward in the right direction is it investing so i think those it those all kind of resonate with me and i think they would with a lot of people that that they're indications aren't they that things aren't necessarily moving uh, the way that you would like them to in order to support your own career Yes, exactly. And another thing we see sometimes is the introduction of um, unreasonable targets. I don't think any of us mind being targeted or having a focus on uh, results, but sometimes I've heard of people being targeted unreasonably. So that could be another indicator as well. Great. Okay, thanks for that. One thing that I was thinking about was where does the power sit uh, when it comes to people changing jobs and move around the job marketplace? Would you say that the power on the job market has shifted a little bit from from the employer to the employee? Is it the employee's market more than the employer's market? Yes, what we can see is what we do see is we see a lot of businesses because uh, marketing is becoming more and more specialised and, and highly skilled. It, it is a talent and a, a, a skill set that lots of imp- lots of businesses need and want, but don't quite understand it. So mm-hmm. uh, yes, the power is with the candidate in that sense, in that they're coming to the business um, as an expert uh, and they're being interviewed. They may find themselves being interviewed for a job about which the um, the interviewer knows very little. So that can, that can be quite tricky because as, as a candidate, you can't be seen to be interrogating your interviewer, but also you do want to be hearing certain things during that interview that are going to help you to understand what that position will be. How will success be recognised? Because if the people who are hiring you to do a particular job don't know how to do it, do they understand the challenges that you're going to be facing? Um, do they understand the tools that you're going to need to do that job? So, yes, that's an unusual uh, situation that I've certainly come across uh, recently, introducing people with a very different skill set than anybody else in the business, which the business desperately needs. But but helping those uh, employers or prospective employers to, to structure their interviews to find out what they need to find out. So, yes, it's an unusual power balance at the moment in as much as there can be more jobs than there are candidates. 
And there can also be people hiring people to do jobs that they have no idea what that's about. So um, one question that I had was when when you do interview for a new role, um, obviously you go in hopefully wanting to stick around with that employer for quite a long time or certainly enough time to make a difference. But what are the key things that people should look for in order to to make sure that they want to stay with that employer? What are the key things that uh, the candidates should go into that interview aiming to find out? What, what should they be asking? What should they be finding out about the business? They should be able to find out what the objectives of that business are and what the objectives of the role are. They should be able to will want to know and is entitled to, to be told why the vacancy has come about. Um, so, you know, is it a new role? Who was doing it before? What's changed? Where have they gone? The, the candidate should expect to be told at the interview uh, what the objective is of the role, uh, what the vision is of the business, uh, the kind of team that they're going to be joining, uh, how many people there are in the team, who they report to. Those are the type of things that, that we would expect uh, a good interviewer to be sharing with it with a candidate. Sorry, one of the things I forgot to mention, of course, is the systems that they're going to be using. What resources are there available to help them to do their job? So, so I would guess if it was a good interviewer, I would say, listen first. And if they don't give you all of the information that you're looking for, then do ask. But um, ask in a measured way and not a uh, shining lights in their eyes to get the answer so that they feel that it's a conversation rather than a list of questions that you'll be firing at them. And I know you touched on this just now earlier about skill sets and specialisms, but is it possible to kind of spot any particular trends at the moment in terms of marketing jobs? So is it more important to have a wide skill set? Is it more important to be more specialised? You were saying that there are more specialised roles coming up within the the marketing spectrum, as it were. So would you say that's a good investment for a, a candidate to make sure that they perhaps get training and skills development or is it should they focus on having a, a broad set of skills? I think a broad set of skills uh, is, is important. And that sounds like a politician's answer. But uh, a broad set of skills is important. Uh, but it's also important to demonstrate that you're quite agile in your uh, learning and your acceptance of um, innovation and that you will go out and, and, and seek uh, innovative solutions uh, to things. Because I think very often SMEs particularly are hiring people in to do things as I've mentioned before that they don't really know how to do so they don't want to think that they've got somebody who's taken on with this skill set and that's all they're ever going to have so so they want to feel that their marketing function is growing and evolving in a dynamic way uh, with what's going on in the industry of course and I think if I see a trend at the moment uh, there seems to be um, as people are recognizing the different uh, marketing uh, routes, different marketing methods available to them, that they now want uh, results. They, they now want to be able to say, right, okay, I, I want accountability. I want to know if you do that, how many leads will that bring me? If you do that, how can I see what impact that's going to have on my bottom line? So I think that that kind of accountability is, is definitely, I'm seeing quite a bit more of that in the recruitment that I'm doing at the moment. So there's a big emphasis really on ROI and return on marketing investment. Absolutely. And that's, that's something to bear in mind then as to, you need to have a, a good understanding of how your job contribution translates into <laughs> numbers and figures. Yes, absolutely. Because I think a lot of people who are outside of the marketing function 
are often critical in the sense that they feel that there are lovely creatives who do mm. lots of lovely things with bright colours and things, but actually when the times are hard, do we need them? So, mm. so it's important to recognise your commercial value to a business and to talk about that when you're going for an interview as well. Yes, absolutely. No, I've I've worked in many teams where the marketers have been referred to as the colouring in department. Absolutely, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's frustrating because, yes, I think everybody understands these days there is certainly a level of accountability that, and measurability that needs to apply to every part of the business. So how do you work with candidates before interview? How do you coach your candidates in preparation for the interview process? We we always um, do coach candidates and we do that uh, from a position of authority and knowledge because we've uh, visited the client, we've got to know the client, we know how tricky it is to park outside their premises, we know what time they start in the morning, what time they finish, we know what they have for lunch in their canteen, but we, we know what the benefits package are, we know all of those things. And most importantly, we know the kind of person that's going to fit into that business and we know uh, the type of personalities already in that business. So when we have secured uh, an interview uh, for a candidate and we do most of the CVs that we send to clients, I mean, just under 90 percent of CVs that we send to clients do convert to interviews because we understand the client so well and we've got to know the candidates so well that clients recognize that if we're presenting them, then they're a contender for the role. So once we've established that we've got an interview for our candidate, we then book a time to have a good relaxed call with them to make sure that they've got the full understanding of the job description that we will have already shared with them uh, that they we go through that that copy um, that they understand exactly what's required of them they know exactly what the business does they, they've had a look at as much as they possibly can about that business they found out because it's available in the public domain so we make sure that they've got all of the knowledge that they need and then we also talk to them about how they should present themselves and, and what the interviewer is going to be focusing on, what that interview's background is personally and um, as much as we possibly can to, to give them a comfortable uh, exchange type uh, interview. And then we follow up with them afterwards just to make sure that everything's gone to plan. And, uh, and if they're sometimes on rare occasions, candidates may come away and think, oh, now I know what they were asking me. I wish I'd said that then we can feed that back to the client as well. So yes, we have a lot of support pre and post interview. Wow, that sounds brilliant. It's uh, something I, I wish I, <laughs> wish I had uh, back in the day when I was interviewing. But uh, I know there are some employers and entrepreneurs as well listening to this session. So uh, I wanted to just ask a couple of questions as well from their perspective. So when someone's looking to employ a marketer, is it more important, in your opinion, to look for a wealth of experience or is it more important to look for sort of a hunger to learn and develop? I think the hunger to learn and develop it becomes um, more important as the marketing industry is growing in in every direction at the moment, and there is so much innovation. I'm sure I'm sure you would agree with that. But it is important that, uh, particularly in a smaller business where there doesn't tend to be a huge marketing team, there may only be one or two people. It is important that those individuals are people who are interested in learning and growing. You know, learning new skills, looking at new platforms finding out what's appropriate today that wasn't appropriate yesterday. So if you were looking to hire somebody, I would say, yes, it's important that they've got a good solid work history and that they, they've covered a wide range of different things 
in, in marketing and they've got particular skills that you're looking for but also that needs to be combined with a, with that ability to uh, to learn and grow as well I, I suppose when a lot of companies employ somebody it's not always just about covering your bases but sometimes about just getting a bit of fresh blood in and and you know a fresh mindset and somebody who can look at things differently and who is willing to to learn the ways of the business but also teach the business something new absolutely yeah hmm. so if you're an employer then what's the best way for the interviewer to prepare before an interview how much should they find out about a candidate and one question i had is is it good practice to check out facebook profiles for example yes it is yes mm. people do that they definitely do and you know i think i think particularly in, in in marketing if people are not able to present their, their own profile um, and manage their own brand it, it would kind of raise questions really wouldn't it so and also, you know, looking at um, Facebook can often um, give an indication of perhaps inappropriate lifestyle choices that might be worth finding out before you hire somebody. Yeah, I think there's there's been quite a few examples of that in the public uh, domain recently. So it's good to know, I think, for a candidate that that is not necessarily a private space. It's an opportunity, really, to showcase, like you say, your personal branding and to show the world who you are and in a way that creates a bit of curiosity around you so um, if used well I suppose it's something that you can benefit from in your job hunt or career development. Yes absolutely and, and I, it's a message that I um, find myself saying very often to um, a younger candidates that there are certain things that we don't have to share. <laughs> absolutely yes okay well all right thank you so much Jane for sharing your insight and giving us some useful tips and guidance uh, now if anybody wants to get in touch with you to discuss their next career move or perhaps to recruit a new member of their marketing team how can they get in touch with you they can phone me directly on my uh, mobile or, or they can email me at j-a-y-n-e-j at betterpeopleltd.co.uk and I'll be happy to pick up the phone and have a conversation. Fabulous. And if you're listening, please don't be a stranger, because even if you just want to ask some questions or get some general direction, contact Jane after the show because she can help you make some of those potentially difficult and challenging decisions. Thank you so much, Jane. It's been a pleasure to have you. And I hope you found this interesting as well. Yes, I did. Thank you also. It, it was a pleasure to speak to you. Um, and I hope that everybody found something of, of help uh, in this area. Thanks a lot. I'm absolutely sure they did. But thank you guys for tuning in. And I look forward to hanging out with you in the Facebook group, the Awesome Marketing Community. Until next time, be awesome. Mm -hmm.